Hey everybody and welcome back to Holy Spirit Soapbox. I'm your host Dan and I'm so glad you're here. Have you ever said that church is so boring? Do you do you feel like that now? Or have you ever felt like that? Or have you ever questioned and said, I don't understand why we have to go to church every week? Seriously, have you ever thought that, said that, felt that? I'll be honest, I have. A lot. I, I used to all the time. And it was something that I would question often. I'd question my parents. I'd question family members. I'd question everybody around me. And I'd just, how do you go to church every week? It's so boring. Oh my gosh. Okay, let's dig deeper into this because you're probably sitting here so confused, okay? I remember when I was a kid and Saturdays were set aside for going to church. Now, this was our Sabbath day as we were in a church that celebrated the original Jewish Saturday Sabbath. My dad would get a suit on and and tie and my mom would get a dress on and I would be put into like a nice sweater, a nice polo or something and, and some khakis. Okay, and we would then go to spend, I don't know how many hours, a few hours sitting and learning about Jesus. And I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I didn't like it so much that my parents would always bring some toys where I would literally play on the floor in front of the, well, we sat in pews and my parents would listen in, but I just, I would never listen. Never. I would practice my A's and alphabets like B's and C's and I would do my numbers and stuff and I never listened. Now, I understand I was a kid and and we just, you don't grasp that concept as a kid, but even into my teenage years, right, I, I, I was bored. I didn't know what to do. And then over time, my mom became disinterested in going as well. My dad even admitted to me that this is recent because he and I are close, my mom and I are close, and he told me that going in every week was, was great to learn about Jesus, but it was almost like a burden, I'll ask you guys again, have you ever felt like this about church? Am I, are we the only ones? Like, I know many people have told me that this has made them walk away and not join in anymore. And I really wondered why people have gotten so sick of church. And I actually didn't really have to look that far to get an answer. And I understand that the feeling of love for God plays a major role in this. Okay. But is going to a physical church the only way to show God you love him? Well, as always, the best place to look is in the Bible. And even if you don't or have never felt this way about going to church, maybe maybe you love it. Maybe you absolutely love going to church, and that's great. But this episode is still for you. I know that pastors right now or leaders of churches are probably cringing. They're like, where is this going and what are you doing, Dan? Let's let's get into it, okay? So throughout history, there are many who joined in synagogue and even in different homes to talk about God. This is the truth. They found time on Sabbath day, whatever Sabbath day it was, or a dedicated day or days to show their dedication to God. So look at Nehemiah 9.3, Luke chapter 4, 15 through 33, and more. I mean, there's so many. And it sounds like a lot of churches today, a brick and mortar place to join in and praise God. But, Is an actual building the specific place to praise God? Better yet, is a building the only way to be cleansed of your sins and then be reconciled with God? And the answer to both of these is no, it's not. The tension keeps rising here. I feel it. I know it. Um, Before I get hate mail from you people, no, I'm kidding. No, (laughs) 
honestly, pastors, church leaders, or people that just want people to go to church, okay? Stick with me, I promise. You'll see where we're going with this, okay? Basically, am I saying that nobody should join church services anymore on any given day? That answer is also no. Okay, we should. Should we get rid of church buildings altogether and not meet with fellow Christians? Certainly not. I mean, look at Hebrews chapter 10, verses 24 and 25, okay? Churches are really great to have so that people have a place where they know they'll be accepted as they are and are able to learn more about God, Jesus, Holy Spirit, the Trinity, right? The point of what is being said here is that Jesus is the church and we Christians are all part of the body, which means we should be in all communities, whether Christian or not, to bring church to all people. This includes meeting with other Christians to strengthen and encourage each other's relationships with God. That, that is the actual meaning of the word church throughout the Bible, in the New Testament especially. When Paul addresses the church or the churches of every region, that he's writing to. He's actually referring to the believers and configures that with Adelphi, which in Greek means brothers slash sisters, usually parallel with those in Christ. The reason why this is important to say to everybody right now, okay, is that there are too many churches who spend more of their time focusing on numbers and filling their brick-and-mortar churches. They may have wonderful music, which... I hear a lot of wonderful music out there from many different types of churches. And I love them and I sing them and I talk about God or they talk about God and I, and I sing and praise God and I love it. That's fine. They might have awesome sermons. I've heard some really great sermons from, again, all different types of Christian denominations, right? And more. They can have hundreds of baptisms a week. But the church may be full of people but lack people actually giving their lives to Jesus, even if they're baptized. They may just go there, run through the motions, and they ain't even saved. Even you or me could have gone or continue to go to church every week or every day of your life, and you're still not saved. Believe it or not, all churches that proclaim the gospel, though, and talk about Jesus are good. They are. However, when the focus becomes trying to add more church members without talking about Christ or barely talking about Christ, then the church is no longer about Jesus, but about them. And them equals the world. Once you've gotten so deep into the world, and once you've gotten so far away from Jesus, there's almost no difference then uh, between somebody that doesn't go to church and somebody that does go to church to focus on themselves. You, you have people that say, I can't walk into a church or I'll burst into flames. And we know that's not true. And by the way, teaser, next week we're going to go into that, okay? But God is all around us, right? And going to the actual building is cool and all. But when you're going there to focus on yourself, now we have a problem. And I've heard it. I mean, I've, I've heard sermons. And again, there, there's some great ones. But then there are ones that turn back into you. Right, it, it talks about how you can be blessed and how you can get your gifts and how you can be huge and how you can be everything. That's not about Jesus. <laughs> that, that's not what they were talking about in the upper rooms and in, in Acts and all these different books of the Bible. They weren't talking about you. They were talking about what God did. They were glorifying God and not by material things and not by how they blessed you specifically. 
I've seen this, okay? I've heard these things, and we're all called to be Christ-like, okay? And to love others as he has loved us. Now, if we look at what Jesus did while on earth, he lived among us and not just at the churches he could preach in. Jesus walked around a lot. He had no home either, okay? Peter, Paul, John, and other apostles and disciples were called to different places to preach about Jesus as well. They brought the church to all by exclaiming the gospel to all. The notion that we must go to a brick-and-mortar church to be saved and to be cleansed is the biggest fallacy. It's, it's false. Although, there are really great reasons to go to church, and that is one place to start understanding the love of God and who Jesus is. It's not your path to salvation, though. Just by stepping into church, you're not just saved automatically. It begins in the heart. Now, this isn't your ticket out of church, by the way, okay? I said it earlier, and I stand by it, okay? Nor am I saying that you need to go to physical church to be saved. Seriously. But we are each called separately by the Holy Spirit so that we can all work together as the body of the church of Christ so that we can fulfill God's will together. And why I say this is because if we look at what Jesus, Peter, Paul, Andrew, and and the other apostles of Christ and what they did, they would constantly be on the road to preach and let the Holy Spirit do miracles inside and outside of actual buildings. Now, we're unsure if they also joined into churches. We assume so, with the exception of like the apostles meeting in upper rooms of homes to praise and worship. You know, that's in John and Acts as examples. But this all in mind, we have to ask ourselves, why don't we want to join physical churches each week? Why do we find the urge to avoid community and meeting about Christ? And these questions are only answered internally within yourself, okay, and myself. But I always encourage meeting, praising God, and worshiping with Christians and those within communities around you. Then, we also shouldn't just meet with Christians. I mean, Jesus was condemned by people for sitting with sinners because he was bringing church to them. Pharisees hated him. Why is he sitting with that dude? That dude's dirty. He's unclean. He doesn't like, he's not Jewish. Why is he talking to him? She's a prostitute. Those people had never set foot in a church or synagogue or didn't care to step foot into one. So what about them? We just leave them alone? We just leave them be? We're called to set out to be the hands and feet of Christ, okay? And sometimes that's literally going out and being with people to show them who Christ is. We can do outreach. Nothing wrong with that. But as humans, we get so worried about what people think about us that we might be afraid to step into church, okay? Some also might not have the ears to hear at any given time or the hearts to accept Jesus. But what we should be doing is we should be an ambassador for Christ. Listen to Taking Care of Business. If you haven't heard that one, that's about being an ambassador for Christ. And be representative of the body of Christ in all that we do so that others can better understand God's heart. So now going back to the story of me being a child or being a kid, right? And I wouldn't listen in church. I was so bored because I wasn't hearing the sermons or I didn't care to hear the sermons. I didn't care to step foot into a church. It was more of a thing to do versus a want to learn. Now, I love talking about Jesus with people. I love meeting when humanly possible with our busy schedule as parents so that we can discuss the great things God has done. Remember, remember that we are part of the church which is the body of Christ. 
We shouldn't be forcing people into church. And we shouldn't be worrying about the numbers of people in our church. But we should be just living out every single day what that church looks like. You're such a blessing to me, and I I thank you again for joining in today. If you could please visit HolySpiritSoapbox.com, subscribe to that website, subscribe to us on your favorite podcast listening app as well, and give us some great ratings if you would would like, some five-star ratings. That would be really awesome for us. We'd appreciate it, and we love you all, and thank you so much. Here's some verses that we'd love for you to meditate on, okay? There's only two of them this time, but it's pretty lengthy. They're pretty lengthy. If you would like to write these down, feel free. If not, they're in the description. Here are your verses. John chapter 13, verses 1 through 20. And then Acts chapter 2, verses 1 through 47. And finally, I have three questions for you. Question one, what is church like for you? Or what do you consider to be a church? Question two, how can your relationship with God benefit from communing with other Christians? And question three, what are some ways you can bring church or Jesus to all people? And finally, I would love to pray to close us out here. Please take your prayer posture, whatever that looks like. It could be on your knees. It could be sitting, lying down, whatever you feel comfortable with talking to God. And let's talk to our creator. Our Father, thank you for giving us the opportunity as believers to build a community with each other, all with you at the center. We understand that we have taken such a beautiful thing that you call church and and made it for ourselves to dig into our selfishness, but we don't want to take your church in vain. Lord, we, we, we want to show others what church really means and show others what you intended church to be like. We pray that we can continue to be moved by the Holy Spirit so that we can bring the love of Jesus to all of your creation. And in Jesus' holy name, we pray for this. Amen.